G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz with episode 122 of the Outback Mine podcast. Thank you very, very much for joining in once again, episode 122. Now, a lot of you that listen to this podcast would know um, that I'm really passionate about men's well-being, obviously, but also what we can do with our bodies to be able to help our mental health. Now, we have a Bowen therapist on today, Matthew Hart, um, uh, who's also a bit of a pioneer in the men's well-being uh, scene. He's been doing a lot of work in Victoria for quite a few years in that space and doing some great things. Um, now, Matt is a Bowen therapist and, and also a very good one. And... Um, by manipulating the fascia in the body, it can really have a tremendous effect on our, on our mental stability and, uh, and balance and so forth. Uh, not only helps our physical body, but our mental body. Um, our mental uh, health gets a reset when, uh, when our fascia is, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, stretched and manipulated. So I, I teach that through yin yoga, and Matthew obviously does that through his, uh, his massage and bone therapy. So we're going to talk a lot about that today and, and his own journey and sort of why he sort of comes to this space. So... Really hope you enjoy the chat. I really encourage you to share this with others that may uh, find it helpful. Just want to make special mention to our partners, uh, primary partners, uh, Green Nutritionals who provide green organic superfoods. So if you're lacking something in your diet and you're looking for something nice and natural rather than uh, the, 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 the chemist products and the synthetics and so forth that go with supplements, I uh, really encourage you to check out their website and support them, greennutritionals.com.au. Also, if you're looking for work in Tasmania or, uh, sorry, in Tasmania, in WA or um, Queensland, I've forgotten what state I'm in, uh, MacForce Australia, a great employer looking to hire people to work in various industries, but also if you're an employer looking for staff, I really encourage you to reach out to them. Um, they're a great organisation that uh, really look after their people and really look, look after their clients as well. So please check out their website, macforce, macforce.com.au. Alrighty, listen to this uh, chat and uh, with Matt and I intently. I'm sure you're going to get a lot from it. And please feel free to uh, send me questions with feedback and also reach out to Matt um, following the conversation. Uh, Matthew Hart, welcome to the Outback Mind podcast. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for having me. It's uh, great to be part of it. No worries, mate. Um, down Ocean Grove at the moment, a uh, beautiful part of the world. And um, do you surf at all, or are you into, into water sports at all at the moment? Yeah, I do. I do surf fairly regularly. I've got a, a great bunch of mates uh, I get in the water with uh, throughout the, the week and most weeks. So it's a great, great area to yeah. get in the water down. Yeah. Good on you, mate. Um, it's a bit cold in the water, but it's good for the... Uh, the organs in the body getting a bit of a flush through if you're uh, getting the cold water on the body that's for sure so yeah absolutely it makes you feel yeah. pretty good and that's something that i'm uh, hydrotherapy is, uh, is a big thing and um you know i know the mind will always take you away from getting in cold water but cold water can be can be so good for us because it actually just does so much for our for our physical body but also our mental health i think just gets a real reset when we can actually be brave enough to get in some um, into a cold shower into the ocean or whatever it might be uh, to uh, to you know be brave enough to actually get in there is the first step. But getting out the other side and the benefits from that are, uh, are pretty amazing. Well, they are, and um, I've got a, another couple of mates I run with every Friday, and, and at the end of our run we get into the into the water after that, and um, so we've done that 
all year this year, so right through winter, and we've had some pretty cold, cold sessions uh, of some mornings. But it's, uh, it does you, you you really enlivens you after you get out, uh, and rarely get out and go. Usually go and have a great day. Yeah, you, you, your blood actually like resets itself, I think, doesn't it? And uh, the blood doesn't act, the blood doesn't actually get cold. It just sort of um, it just pushes through the the vital organs um, really, really efficiently and moves things on. And it's, it's just a great form of yeah. therapy. It's just the, the 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 matter of overcoming the fear of of uh, you know getting yourself cold. But you know the uh, the outcome is is pretty significant. Yeah, it is, and it, that uh, that ability that you, the instant cold, the quickest sort of jump in, um, it just really drives the blood around. Especially you've done some say deep breathing in the process, mm. like we had our run, so our heart rate's pretty up there, and yeah. um, it really helps drive really good, rich oxygenated blood around the body, um, which just does wonders for um, all, your, all, your, all your limbs, but yeah, your lymphatics and. And all, all your, your organs as you as you indicated. That that's true, and um, yeah, your, your blood can like it's always moving. But if it can just be be sort of fast tracked a little bit, then everything gets a chance to uh, to flush out and heal and so forth. So you know, lots uh, lots in that. It's probably another pod, podcast in itself. But yeah, hydrotherapy has <laughs> been around for a long time, and um you know a lot of ancient traditions use it um you know they have minimal health problems physical and mental health problems and um yeah it's something that uh, i think because we've become so comfortable in modern society it's something we find it hard to embrace but i think once you start doing it then um it's hard to turn back because you do feel so good yeah you do and i think part of it that initial is that that mental challenge isn't it of doing it for the first few times and and getting over that and one of the things I love about being down down here at the beach is there's guys and, and, and women who get in every day and I see see them do that and it's sort of like there's not it's not a peer pressure thing, but it's just like this sense of okay, this is this is a, a thing that's doable and it's done. Um, and people as they're getting out, they're smiling and yeah, I, I want a piece of that. Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. It's viable to us all at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah. we all we, we seem to gravitate to the wood fire and the beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, something that makes Absolutely. us feel shit house at the end, but we still continue to do it. It's funny how the human mind works, mate. Um, tell, tell us a bit about yourself, like uh, you know, your your, your life uh, from a little fella and um, um, you know, moving through the ranks to 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 life being a bone therapist and and living down where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a, been a bit of a journey. I grew up, um, so born in Melbourne, but did all my schooling down in East Gippsland, uh, down at Sale, and really dairy um, dairy country, so lots of friends on farms, and there's a really great lifestyle in little town, Stratford, where I grew up. It was just a brilliant place because it was like you, you rode everywhere on your bike. Yeah. Uh, your mates would knock on the the back door and say, do you want to go for a ride? And off you go, and, and we'd be, you'd be out for the day. Or, yeah. um, and, and all our access with, for sport was, was easy, you know, had all sorts of things, and we did scouts and, and all those sort of things where it was, like, the community was really small, everyone looked after each other, and um, or if you were getting up to mischief, um, your parents found out about it pretty quickly, so yeah. never got up to too much. <laughs> but it was a great sort of space to grow up in, and... Um, and I moved away to uni, 
uh, and that's where I met, met my wife up there in, in Ballarat. So I moved to uh, sunny and cold Ballarat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, had, a, had a great sort of transformative time up there looking after myself um, and sort of learning to sort of do all those sort of basics to yourself, like learning cooking, cleaning, and, and all those sort of things. And, um, and from there, I, I, I dropped out of uni. I enjoyed, I was doing geology. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I was pretty much crap at passing exams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Makes it hard. Oh, it does. It does. But like, um, so it sort of, I really went to and did geology because I wanted a job where I worked outside um, and and there was a push at the high school to, to head towards union so that was sort of that process, you know, and it's probably, when you look back at it, we tackle things more a little differently now. Um, and so I sort of did that. So I dropped out and became a, a gardener and handyman. And, and started my sort of working life journey from there. Uh, and over to 20 years or so, uh, I worked uh, one of the local garden centres here in, in Geelong and Ocean Grove and really learned everything on, on, the, on the job, learned how to relate to customers and clients, uh, learned all about plants and, and maintenance and and all sorts of things like that. So uh, it was a really great sort of space to be in uh, and grow um, grow a family in. Loretta and I, she was, Loretta was a school teacher or was at that point in time. And, um, so yeah, we had a great, great time sort of growing up through that period. So, awesome. awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So lucky. And Ballarat would have been a bit of a culture shock too. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's all about the communities you're in, isn't it? And yeah. um, I met some great mates at uni. I played a bit of basketball while I was up there. We also played footy while I was up there too, and um, met some great people at the, one of the local footy clubs. Uh, and so, meeting people and just getting engrossed in the community was a, a really big part of it. So, that sense of isolation, moving away from home disappeared pretty quickly yeah yep yep for sure and um so you found a bit of grace in the footy club which club did you play for there mate uh golden point i played for oh, yeah. uh, back then yeah. strong back in the day yep did you play uh did you yeah. play seniors and so forth there yeah i did yeah yeah played for the reserves and seniors uh, for about three years while i was up there so it was uh, yeah, a great time and um great learning curve i sort of started playing then when I was 19, so uh, yeah, learned a lot and um, just played against some sort of pretty tough um, old, older guys in that time, so you, sort of, you grew up pretty quickly on the footy field. Stuart Gull, was he one of them? Yes. Stuart yeah, Gull, yeah, 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 I remember him. Yep, yeah, yeah, so that's a, that's a time, time period, so, um, and and really, that, that that space being able to work, make your own way in the world for the first time um, was great. And, and it's different what I'm finding out. Our kids uh, live here at home and uh, they go to uni from home here. So they're having a very different sort of growing up sort of experience. You know? mm, for sure. 
Mate, uh, interesting. We'll, we'll sort of fast track a little bit to, uh, to getting into the bone therapy side of things. What yeah. what really drew you to that? Uh, I was uh, by that stage, I'd um, finished up um, in a role at, at the nursery, which uh, I'd been ended up being a part owner of that business, um, which is pretty amazing for the opportunity. But it was time to do something different, and I started uh, doing some work and did some NLP training around uh, essentially looking to, to help um, guys to transition through through midlife. Uh, I'd had a number of uh, back injuries, um, one where I ruptured a disc um, pretty low down in my lower back and and worked through a whole sort of recovery for that sort of physical and mentally and, and wanted to be able to do similar work for guys and help them sort of move through different sort of periods of struggle and so started there uh, but what I found and what I, was, what I was looking for was something to help guys in, in pain a lot without them actually having to really talk about stuff too much you know, I, I um, found when at that stage of um, five six years ago there, there was a willingness for guys to, to do some sort of work on themselves that I, I was coming across uh, there, there was lots of physical aspects of their pain which uh, I need to work through first and uh, I got introduced to bone therapy through my brother-in-law uh, who's been doing it for about 20 years and I did a bit of work in admin for him and I could just see through seeing how the results he was getting with, with bone therapy and it's a really minimal input sort of therapy uh, which we'll, we'll talk about in the later I'm sure uh, I could see some fantastic results and people walking out and being uh, really amazed and different even from one side of the treatment to another so uh, I just you know, knew I needed to do more in that field mm, Amazing mate um I suppose, like, going back to being a young fella and fit and uh, playing footy and all those sorts of things, this wouldn't have been something that you would have considered because I suppose recovery back then was not uh, spoken about as as much as what it possibly is now. That's right. It, it, very different because it was like, like, he'll get on with it and away, away you go again. Um, or like I did the numbers of ankles when I was playing footy, so I was like, strap it up, have a week off, what for the inflammation to go down and, and away you go again. Yeah, yeah. When you're younger, you, you tend to bounce back pretty quickly. Um, and on the whole, unless you've had some, some sort of major injury. And and so to get to a point where I sort of had that, my own sort of back issues and sort of like you, when you identify yourself through your strength and your capabilities and not being able to do that anymore or having to revise how you do things that it makes you think differently. Mm, absolutely, that's true, mate. And yeah, you're right. It was always uh, foot on the pedal, you know, toughen up, go and get it done. And uh, yeah, your body is smarter than you, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's only going to keep uh, repeating what uh, what <laughs> what's going on in its circumstances. If you're not doing anything that it yeah. likes and it's giving it a chance to heal, then it's going to keep uh, kicking you in the ass. Well, that's right. And to a point where at some point it'll say, well. You, you haven't you've had enough, or I've had enough, mm. and it'll in a way you um, you end up with a, some sort of major injury which says stop. That and that's generally what happened to me. Um, I had to 
end up having a back operation and, and having six weeks flat out, which gave me a point in time to revise what I was doing and how I was doing it. So, yeah. Um, yep. yeah. Need to, mate. And it's, it's interesting, isn't it, life? Like we sort of go through the journey and we... Uh, we're sort of uh, performers pretty well through our uh, school year and uh, years, and then we sort of go into work and we're sort of constantly on, but we never sort of take the foot off the pedal. And I guess that's what is good about massage, bone therapy, and yoga, all those sorts of things, because it actually helps us um, reverse what we're what we're constantly doing. And I I, I know a little bit about bone, but I'd like you to tell us a bit more about sort of how it works and. And what the real the real foundations of it actually are, and uh, you know what the real benefits of people can experience from from getting those treatments. Yeah, absolutely. The the um, main thing about bone and a bit with in yoga, like we're working with the the fascia or the connective tissue um, of the body. So uh, when you look at the body, or you this you've got our muscles and tendons and our organs. They're all wrapped in this tissue. It often looks white in dissection. And it's through that membrane that messages are passed like a superhighway throughout the body. So a, a bone therapist um, can make some really small moves, um, say over there in the lower back or in a leg somewhere. And that movement can create an input which then spreads out like a ripple or vibration all the way through a connective tissue. And what we do, like a long hold in yin yoga, uh, we'll do a movement and then we'll, we'll wait for two, three, four minutes mm. before we do anything else. We're giving the body some stimulus and then time to receive that message and then respond to it. And... And that's what it sort of sets it apart to, say, a remedial massage or even Cairo or so where you're constantly having something done to your body. Bowen mm. uh, is about small imports with wait times in between to allow the body to really reconnect back to its own ability to heal itself and come back to, to balance or mm. um, more technical ways, homeostasis, that that where your body is back where it should be mm, amazing it's so simple but so foreign to us in western society like the body is always trying to be healthy always trying to heal itself you know and uh, same as what's going on above the shoulders if we're putting too much stimulation into it consistently and not slowing down then all of a sudden we, we find we get disease and um, you know, it's amazing what happens when you're still and when your body gets a, a chance to heal. And if you've got someone like yourself that's able to you know, manage and manipulate it the right way so it can um, you know, get fl- fresh blood flush, flush through and to be able to help the fascia sort of, you know, move functionally like it's meant to, it's amazing what can happen and how your body can reset and transform itself into a healing space. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. It's there's that, that space where you're, whether it's emotions that have been caught in, in different areas of the body or it's just a physical trauma like a, an injury or a scar, um, that you, given, given time and given some, some, some quiet time, like 
sometimes it's just enough quiet time for you to start to notice where the body's at, what's happening in it, you know, and and then then just giving it more time so that it can just get itself back to where it, it wants to be. Um, mm. And most of the time, our, our bodies are looking to to return to some sort of balance or you know, one side compared to the other. Because we're we're so busy in what we do, um, we just don't give it enough time and and sleep. It doesn't really often give us the rest we want sometimes, you know. Mm. That's true, absolutely. And, and sometimes when our minds are agitated, we're not sleeping properly and the body's not getting a yep. full chance to recover and heal and, um, you know, tossing and turning and so forth as well. And, you know, the mind is still quite active when you sleep too, isn't it? And um, yeah, um, certainly... Uh, you know, if you're able to let go and relax while someone's working on your body, you can really get uh, a chance to, um, to, to to respond to that if you've got a practitioner that really knows what they're doing. And I suppose, you know, once you let go of the tension in the body, uh, sorry, in the mind, and just let the body, um, you know, do its work or have someone do the work for you, um, you know, the, the response to that can be absolutely amazing. I guess, you know, a lot of the, the problems that we have in modern societies where we're too switched on, the amygdala in the mind is, 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 is on and it's hard to let go and surrender to, um, to a treatment. But I guess when you can get into that space and actually trust the practitioner that um, is qualified and, and able to, um, you know, provide uh, a safe space for you, then, you know, the healing modalities can be, be quite profound. Exactly, and that and that that key aspect of providing a, a safe space because what we're really asking someone to do when they they climb on our our treatment table, or even if you're in a, a talking therapy, is to really let go and come out of that fight flight state. Mm. So, uh, the body's only going to start healing really when when it gets into a rest and repair state. So, um, and the, the body will only do that when it feels as though it's safe mm. right? and, and not gonna, not under threat. So part of, sort of that, that work that so we do as a, a therapist is build, build rapport with someone that come in and come provide an environment where they, it feels relaxed, it's, whether it's the, the quietness of the, the music that's playing or um, really, because uh, sometimes the, the table uh, that people do the Mabowin on here at home, um, it's the same thing, but some people find it so much softer than others mm. because their bodies have just started to melt into the table. They've, felt, they've reached that space where they can really let go. Mm. Uh, and you, you just, once the, the body's there, then then all we're doing is just provide a little bit of um, in, input so the body knows what to do. Mm, amazing, isn't it, mate? It's, it's very simple um, when you think about it, but, yeah, letting go is a... Is a, is, a, is a tough thing for people and you know I, I, I teach yin yoga as you know and um, uh, it's just that it's, it's providing um, a setting or an environment where people can um, you know feel safe primarily but you know the, the, the amount of trauma that people have taken on over their lifetime can take a lot of work to be able to uh, to move on and um, you know to be able to help someone feel comfortable um, you know uh, having someone guide them. 
uh, takes some time. Uh, and, you know, I guess with bone therapy, it may take a few sessions for someone to actually be able to settle in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and often we find that someone will come in with something acute or something that's been, it may be something that's hanging around for a while. And we start by sort of peeling off that, that layer of the onion to use that well used analogy. It's that sometimes it's the first thing that we do for them that they could really gives them a sense of what bone can do. And then sometimes throughout the first or second session, they start telling you about other things. You know, oh, oh I've got this. Or, oh, my jaw's been a bit sore as well. And mm. they, it's like they're happy, they come looking for a solution for one thing, which is what's creating a real issue for them. That they, they find themselves in this space that, oh, okay, this is going to be okay. I can I feel my body can get more from this. Mm. You now I feel the rest is safe, but I can share something else. And, and it's usually from those, those next sort of two or three treatments that those next things start to come out. And yeah, some people, yeah, I, I treat for, I'll treat for years because they get so much from it. Mm, amazing. Uh, it's, it's like, uh, like anything, mate, um, you, you need, if you're getting benefit from it, I suppose the, the ideal scenario is to be able to give people the tools so they can continually self-heal. But um, if you're able to, you know, keep going back and it's, doing, it's having a lot of benefit on your body, uh, the return on investment is, is significant, would you agree? Sure is, yeah. It's uh, the, the best um, health insurance you can, you can spend, really, isn't it? Mm. Well, you find something that, that works for you to keep you happy and healthy, uh, you end up saving a lot of dollars um, mm. compared to... Um, doctor's visits or hospital visits or, or whatever it is down the track. Yeah, we, we have a really reactive society, but my, my, my belief and vision is to create a proactive society so we can start to, you know, look at what we're doing and maybe question things and, and, and try and divert our thinking in some ways because there's no point looking for Band-Aids and interventions consistently if you've got the tools to be able to keep yourself physically immensely well then then you know you will be coherent but um a lot of us as we sort of discussed earlier like you know we go through the, the school system and into work and we're in tension consistently so you've got to be able to 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 wind that back and i just think we're, we're we've got so much potential as humans matt um that we we don't uh, understand or explore you know it's never too late to be able to make changes um you know whether you're young or old to be able to bring things into your life which can really reset things and you know you can you can recreate your internal organs um uh significantly if you just you know do practices which actually help them you know reset and uh the body will reset the mind will reset if we you know, learn to, to to do nourishing things rather than self-destructing self-destructive things and i think society's pushing us away from from that innate knowing and and that uh a true sense of, of what it's about. Um, there's always diversions and distractions to take uh, unhealthy options and fix that with, uh, you know, with a pharmaceutical or a Band-Aid thing. But, you know, I just think we've got so much potential to be able to relearn, particularly, uh, you know, at this moment in time, to, uh, to bring things into our life which are nourishing, nourishing and, and self-promoting rather than, you know, self-destructive. And, um, you know, you're, you're probably similar age to me and there's so many guys, you know, my age that are, 
that are struggling with stuff, um, you know, but I just think we just need to keep positive and, uh, and be able to you know, help others um, understand that, um, you know, the body and the mind and the, 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 the earth and the universe is all trying to work for us, not against us at the end of the day. And, um, you know, we're just, uh, just going to try and, you know, realign our thinking. And it just takes small steps to be able to do that, you know, not be in too much of a hurry to get there. And I think that's the mindset a lot of us got where it's sort of trying to get benefits and outcomes quickly, but it just takes a bit of time. That's right. It's uh, the ability to know that you're, and to think, okay, I'm, I'm going to live until I'm eighty or ninety. Say, you know, like what's what, and what what's that life going to look like? And mm-hmm. uh, I've got a, a mate, you know, we we chatted ages ago, but we started to come up with this this work around well, what is like a compelling future look like, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it's not something you're going to get to tomorrow, although there's going to be versions of it for a short term. But it's like, his, and this is a great one. This is where it sort of started with. He said, and he's um, probably 42 now. And he's got this vision of himself uh, dancing at his grand, with his granddaughter at her wedding. Mm, you know? Yeah, yeah. And awesome. so, yeah, yeah. So there's this sense that he's able to. Start. So he's looking after himself in a way now at 42 that so he's able to do that in, at that age as a grandparent. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and, and not only that, well, he's also got a relationship with this girl, which means he's got a, a relationship with um, the, the, his kids, you know, so that that's fulfilling as well. So it's a, it's a multi-layer sort of image which is really simple in itself mm-hmm. but it's like decisions you're making now and, and along that that journey um help to frame that and have focus towards that and but we know that you're not always going to get it right right okay? so we, we we put the stick away you know we we know that we, we know we've got this aim and if we think about that we go oh right okay yes that's right i'm I'm making a decision. This is where I'm really wanting to head towards, and so I've got a decision in front of me. And you go, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm, I'm gonna go for a swim in the ocean um, to, this morning because I know it's gonna continue to help me heading towards that path. Mm-hmm. And some days you're gonna say, no, but I'm gonna have a sleep in because I just feel shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, that's all right. And but on the majority of decisions are heading in the right direction, you know. So it's that. Ability to go, okay, this is where I'm going, this is what I'm, I'm looking towards. And I've got a decision to make, um, that little reminder there because you either journaled about it a lot or spoken about it, um, often enough, it's just part of your, your subconscious. Mm, that's true, and that, that's a tremendous goal that, that guy's got because it's probably very real, you know, and uh, and that's that's that there's no ego in that. that, that's a genuine incentive to be able to keep someone on track. Um, you know, yeah. uh, it's, it's something you know quite simple, and he knows if he does healthful things, then he'll be able to achieve that in his seventies or whatever it may be. Um, you know, Matt, I, I've been really lucky. I've gone and looked at some really healthy cultures around the world. And I've seen people thriving in their seventies, eighties, nineties, and beyond. And I know that's available to all of us. It just it does. I wouldn't say it frustrates me, but it concerns me that we're just accepting that we've got to 
Um, look for interventions um, to, to keep us well, like uh, unhealthful interventions, which are temporary. And, you know, if we just do everything that the body, um, the body needs and enjoys and uh, is able to, you know, function from a, from, a, from a good space from, then we've got the ability to be able to, phys- to be physically and mentally well, you know, well into our um, 70s, 80s and 90s and, and, you know, do some amazing things right through, not end up, you know, with any regrets and, um, and wishing we had not to um, maybe taken the path that we'd taken because, you know, we've got the awareness now, the ability to be able to learn um, more things than we've ever, ever had access to before, you know, and a lot of people wouldn't be familiar with bone therapy, for an example, but that's just, you know, one part of the, uh, the wellness journey which can keep someone, you know, on track to be able to come up with those outcomes like that guy's, you know, looking towards in the future. Yeah, that's right. And what I, I love, and it's one of the reasons I love going to the beach here at Ocean Grove pretty much every morning. I, 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 I often, my wife, she, she'll tell people, I, I wake up in bed alone so, on so many mornings. <laughs> um, but, but she she knows and she likes it because she knows how good it is for me. Yeah. Uh, there's... That's one of the aspects I, I like about it. Like I go down there and, and I'm, I turn 50 next year and there's guys and girls out there who are down there at the same time I am, of ages younger, but a whole lot older than I am. Mm. So I'm seeing images or versions of me in the future doing what I'm doing now. Yeah, now so I've got these, these mentors in a way who some I know well, some I don't know, some I know to wave to, and, um, but I'm seeing people doing what I want to be doing in the future. And that might be swimming or surfing or even going for a little jog or like, all different versions. Um, so I'm seeing what I want to do is possible too. So that they're putting yourself in a space where you're seeing what's possible um, also helps create that um, ability to move towards that that uh, compelling future. Incredibly powerful, isn't it, at the end of the day, that, you know, what we, what we think we become and what we, what we sort of manifest we become, it's amazing how those sorts of things appear and, you know, you, you've got the ability to be able to create that life for yourself. There's no one more qualified to do that, you know, to be able to put the tools and interventions in place that can keep you on that journey, I think, is really important. But, but yeah, mate, that's, that's really well said because... Um, you know, if your 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 wife's supporting you of you uh, to be able to make healthful choices, that's that's great, and it's a real a, a credit to her. But you know, if, if you're able to sort of uh, you know visualise um, other people and then sort of realise that you're going to be in that position one day uh, to be able to sort of stay on track with that, I think that's really great. I, I turned fifty on Thursday this week, <laughs> so it's only a couple of days away, but. Um, you know, yeah. Look, you know, it's it's an amazing journey, and and it's really, uh, it's not. I I find it, um, you know, important not to be too attached of you know what I was like maybe five years ago or ten years ago, and realise that, yeah, I'm on a different journey in a different environment now, and um, and so forth too, to be able to um, you know, be kind to myself, and I think that's something that we need to probably embrace more as humans is actually to be kind to ourselves rather than continually beat ourselves up, because I think that. That, that negative uh, thought and mindset can can lead us astray pretty easily, but if you can just front up every day and, and actually find some enjoy, enjoyment in what you're doing, um, you know, if you're lucky enough to be at the beach and do that, great. If you're lucky enough to just be going for a walk, 
um, just just you know try and be be in the moment with with what you're actually experiencing I, I just think um, that that's a real gift in itself you know when your mind's settled then everything else um, you know falls into line when your mind's in the past or the future consistently we can um, easily take ourselves out of whack which can take us to you know poor lifestyle choices and behaviors and so forth as well and I know you've done a fair bit of work in the men's um, you know, scene too, mate, and you would have seen a bit of change in that over the last few years as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've seen uh, it's a big change in terms of what people are looking, looking what they're looking for, what they, they accept now in a, in a way, uh, how, how they talk about stuff, mm. you know, what, what's been talked about. Uh, there's a um, great... Great group sort of around Australia these days. The, the man walker show started, um, joined up with the guys here in Geelong, mm-hmm. uh, and the number of those, uh, through, through last year and the year before. And it was really great to be in a community of guys who are prepared to share how they're feeling. And, and sometimes they just, they said, oh, I'm feeling pretty shit today. Um, and that's about as far as they got in terms of how, how they're going, or sometimes. They got better at expanding on it and, and what that meant for them and how that was affecting what they were doing at work. Or you know, so uh, more and more uh, as as guys have sort of talked about it more openly, um, and there's been opportunities for different age groups to sort of talk about stuff. So I think um, finding that something that works for you in where you're where you're at you know with, with a supportive group of guys is uh getting easier um it, it's something that uh, i think it, it's still got a long way to go um simply because we're we're not used to to spending time um shooting the breeze and, and expressing how we're feeling at any one time mm, that's true mate and I'm pretty passionate about, you know, sort of changing that philosophy in the workplace, you know, to be able to <clears throat> have employers firstly appreciate their people but also to provide a safe space for them to be themselves and, you know, manage themselves better in the workplace but also outside the workplace. So I think very similar to what we discussed before, it's very reactive rather than proactive, you know, if you can bring proactive solutions in. As an employer, you're not only going to retain your people but... Um, they're going to be better outside of work as well, and that's that's got to be a, a much better thing for the community at the end of the day. And um, um, yeah, I think we've come a long way. There's there's no doubt over the last five years, ten years, definitely the last twenty, but there's still a long way to go with regards to it. And um, I just think, yeah, you know, we're 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 very lucky to be at this moment in time. You know, there's never been a moment in time. Um, so significant of you know than what's really going on now and um, people are starting to to ask questions for the first time in a long time rather than just you know follow the the norm and you know to be able to explore things uh, that are actually a little bit different um, you know, like bone therapy um, I think is is a tremendous thing because people will start to have access to people like yourself um, and to be you know um, able to be exposed to people like yourself more and more because that, that's why I was keen to get you on to have a chat here because people wouldn't know much about what you're doing and particularly obviously you know in men's well-being you, you've got a good um, understanding of that and uh, you know I really encourage guys to to come along to someone like yourself if they're struggling in body or mind because you know you can help them 
with their mental health through their body by uh, by by doing a bone therapy practice um, and showing people you know self-healing solutions which can um which can help their mental health and i reckon that'd be a big part about what you're doing as well like the the body's one side but a lot of the people that you're treating would would have better um outcomes above the shoulders as well yeah that's right it's through the the chat we have while they're on the table or as we're finishing up and and, and looking at sort of what are the next steps. So, like, what's the, the plan? You know, it's, it's a big thing for people to say, like, oh, what's, what's next? What are we heading towards? And um, creating sort of that, that thought about, okay, we're, we're here, we've got an issue, um, but, and what, what, are, what are we moving towards? So we've got, we're both working as a goal together. And uh, I love, I've got Bowen as a tool to help me uh, in a really collaborative way, because uh, it's not, it doesn't work if the person on the table is able to sort of relax and sort of lean into the treatment and allow. Uh, it's that that also comes with knowing where, where where we're going. You know, and um, I think I love, and you mentioned um, knowing yourself a number of times. Like the the big part of sort of what I, I get to help do with, with guys, particularly but, uh, with lots of people, is help them sort of work on that. Um, who, who am I? What, what is, who am I in the world? Or what, what am I feeling? Uh, where am I headed? Uh, and just that self-discovery about um, being really comfortable in sort of getting to know themselves. Mm, that's true, mate. And it's a difficult thing for a guy, as, you, as, you, as you'd know, because, yeah, we... We've we've been educated to support the economy primarily, but um, you know we we sort of go into this lifestyle where we're we're performers consistently. But yeah, really being able to tune in and get to know yourself, and and you know I believe uh, a big uh, a big step in the right direction is to be able to give people tools on how they can actually manage their nervous system. You know, because that's something that we we haven't been taught. You know, just simple things that we can. Do to, to find that sense of balance and coherence every day and find that sense of calmness and peace within us and that gets you out of your head back into your heart center again and once you can start to do that then you can you know realize who you really are and, and what your real purpose here uh, is as a human at the end of the day that's right it's part of uh, some of those skills are like okay well, what, what am i what am i doing for myself like first thing uh, and um, so I'm going to move through the day really comfortably mm-hmm. and, and be who, who I want to be. But sometimes we, we, we're at work and we've, we've been sort of on, on the tools or um, in the office and there's that, that time just before you, you walk back in, in the house and um, you, you sort of go, who... How am I wanting to walk in at home, in at home again? Mm. You know, who who am I being when I'm walking back and forth saying hello to my partner or my kids, and the dog or whatever it is? And so having that, taking that moment, whether it's in the car or just walking in the front garden, kicking the shoes off and getting some bare feet on the grass, or mm. doing a little breathing technique, so that you're arriving home being who you want to be there as well. You know, and you can leave the, the day behind you, you can, you know, and, and then those making and seeing those opportunities in, during the day of, um, to sort of collect yourself. 
you know, in, in a way, or get through some grounding, um, take a moment where you're just giving, getting those rebalancing opportunities. That, that's well said, mate, because, yeah, we, we can walk in very agitated, um, you know, and I was one of those guys too uh, before I sort of changed my... My life, it was all work and the, 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 the stress from work would go into a beer can and then it would go into the house with you too. And, and that's, um, that would, uh, you know, not, not be great for anyone. But, yeah, I guess, you know, I've been really lucky that I've been able to find the tools and solutions which can help, you know, settle the nervous system down because, yeah, there's the, the, the stimulator and the domination of the mind um, uh, can, can be can be a real trap and it gets us away from our true self and you know sometimes you do things and say things which um you later regret you know if you can get to that stage where you can see that for what it is before you know you you do something that uh, you may regret i think so so important but also to be able to make decisions which which are more in line with your heart and, and your real truth rather than um you know short-term gains and that's a trap that a lot of us fall into and um yeah, it's beautifully said with regards to, you know, resetting yourself before you um, you go into uh, your day or you go into, um, you know, a, a group at work or you go into uh, your home of a night time just to have the skills and tools to be able to reset, I think, is so important. And, you know, that's mindfulness in its essence, isn't it? Being able to come back through, it, uh, through the gears and, and settle down and, you know, get back to the, the, the real self again at the end of the day. That's right. I learned. Um, I was in retail for a number of years, and and I used to be like the manager. And I learned that really valuable because I had to deal with all the customer complaints. <laughs> yeah. And so I'd be sitting in the office, and the staff members off the floor would come in and, and present me with this issue with the the, the customer, and 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 I'd say to them, "Okay, just go back out to them and say Matt will be with you in a couple of minutes." And so I would take those couple of minutes to to gather my thoughts, you know, I could, this person was often fairly agitated, you know, and um, me just rushing out there uh, wasn't going to help any. So, uh, so taking that that time to just gather my thoughts, and think about what I was going to say, and and how I was going to approach this person who was sort of at a heightened state, you know. So it's just approaching that way, and and you often see it um, with. With say ambulance uh, officers and paramedics when they arrive on the scene, um, frust- what appears really frustrating, they, they move quite slowly. Yes. You know, they, they don't hurry, they really take in the information, they move and they arrive to the, at the patient calm mm. you know, and in control. And that part of it is, is sort of taking those sort of lessons and going, okay, well, how am I, as you said, how am I arriving in this group meeting? And I know you, you're going to uh, a men's circle later and, you, and you'll do the same. Well, how am I going to pre- prepare myself for that so that I'm being present, so I'm being um, the person I want to be and, and show up in the, in the way I want to show up? Mm. You know? that, that, that's true, mate. And, um, yeah, thanks for the reminder. <laughs> 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 You know, uh, I agree. Um, that, that, that's right, Matt. And, and you know, I, I sort of do these things from a real heart space. So I, I find that I, I need to have some silence and stillness before I go into the space, you know, and um, get grounded. It's really important. If I go in there and I'm agitated, then uh, no one benefits from that. If I go in there and I'm calm and relaxed and, 
you know, able to deliver uh, something which is um, building capacity for people and helping them feel safe and calm, and that's what it's all about. So, um, you know, there's so much learning in, in, in just that because uh, we all remember the school teachers which were aggro and agitated, and we all remember the bosses which were aggro and agitated. We never had much good to say about them, but the ones that were calm yeah. and relaxed are the ones that we... Uh, we appreciate and we, we learn the most from and you know being calm is our natural state as humans right so we need to find that uh, that space within ourselves every day which can get us back to that that calm space so mate how can people get hold of you if they want to uh, learn a bit more about Bowen and maybe get a treatment from you if they're down that way yeah they can jump on my, my website it's easy matthart.com.au so pretty easy to find. You can find me on Facebook and, and Instagram too, Matt Hart Bone Therapy, um, and just shoot me a message yeah, if you've got any questions. Um, so whether it's bone therapy or um, some mental support, you want to chat, um, always, always, doors are pretty much always open and welcome. Yeah, awesome, mate. I appreciate that. I do know a yin yoga teacher down there that I'd like you to introduce you to as well, so I might... Uh, See if I can connect to you guys. And, uh, yeah, I love the work you're doing, mate, and uh, keep it up because the world needs it. And um, I'm sure we're going to have uh, more chats like this in the future, so I really appreciate it. Yeah, cheers, Aaron. Uh, it's been very great to catch up. Guys, thanks so much for listening in. Really interesting to learn more about bone therapy and what it can actually do. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't uh, fully aware of the, uh, the power of it. Um, but, yeah, Matt's given us a reasonably good... Overview there, and I really encourage you to reach out to him if you like, and also maybe do, do a bit more research on bowel therapy and how that might uh, possibly be able to help you. If you'd like to reach out to me, uh, give me some feedback, support at backmind.com.au. Some more awesome guests coming along, so uh, please share the podcast with others, and uh, hopefully it's uh, helping a few people out there. So, really appreciate your support. Cheers.